0: Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just over broke job, by any means possible. It could be a side hustle, it could be an entrepreneur, or investing like our expert today. And he has created multiple businesses out of one real estate investing business, and he's gonna show us how we can do the exact same. All right, let's start the show. Hey, what's up guys. Now I have been talking to a lot of real estate investing experts recently. It's just amazing how many people are out there who actually invest in real estate, but then we could also work together. Now what's really interesting is when I first started investing in 2006, I started buying property after property eventually had enough properties where I did not need to work a job again. But what happened was I was used to viewing every other investor as a competitor somebody that I should you know, not help out, I shouldn't tell them where I'm investing, kind of like a fisherman. You know, If you're a fisherman, you don't tell people where your good fishing holes are. You just don't because then they're gonna be all fished out. Now with the real estate investing, we literally, we're not in a pond, like we're not in a one little, you know, one mile radius. We have the entire country for us to invest in. And what I have found that the more people that I talk to, the more people that I help, the more people that I work with, in my real estate investing business, who are investors as well, have made my business so much better. And that's why I created the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And I know you've heard me talk about my Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. It's super terrific that today is Monday. And on Thursday, we are kicking off the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, a whole brand new business that you have literally seen me as I've built this new business together. And Lord willing, I'll be able to bless so many more people help so many more people to invest in real estate. If you want to know anything about it, go to rewbcon.com, RubCon.com, rewbcon.com, and use the promo code Dustin. You can get the ticket still. You can still show up. It's here in Phoenix. It's going to be beautiful. In fact, it was like 85 degrees here in March, and other places is like literally blizzarding. But what I've found with the Real Estate Wealth Builders, with helping other people, I've made so much more money, and I've helped so many more people Change their lives. And so that's why I'm bringing on another real estate investing expert, because I found real estate to be literally amazing. I absolutely love it. I want you to see it as well, because I want you to become successfully unemployed. Okay, let's jump into today's show where I interview Chris Craddock, who's actually a real estate investor, who's done this many times, as well as created other businesses outside or along with his real estate investing business. Okay, here we go. Chris, thanks for being here, man. Justin, so excited to be here. Thanks for the invite. How did you quit your job? Basically, what do you do right now that allows you to not work for somebody else, but still be able to provide for yourself and your family?
1: Well, see, my my journey was a little bit interesting. You know, I I went on staff with an organization called Young Life right after I graduated from college, and then Praise uh, the
0: Lord, I actually got saved at a Young Life Christian camp when I was like uh, fourteen. Uh, which one? Uh, it's camp? called Woodleaf in California.
1: That's awesome. That's that's where my life uh, my life changed. And uh, when I was fifteen, at uh, Lake Champion, where my kids are going this summer. So, I, oh, that's in, fantastic. In so yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I went on staff with Young Life. It was, it was amazing. I loved it. Um, you know, made like 20 to 25 grand a year doing it. And, uh, my wife got pregnant in 2003, which, which was awesome. Like I loved it. It was it, it, like, we were so excited, but she won't, we wanted her to stay home and 20 to 25. Actually at that point I was making 25 grand and, uh, it just, you just can't live in the DC area on 25 grand. And so I just went to the library and checked out every book I could on real estate investing and, uh, literally started knocking on doors. Um, and ended up making 12 times what I made in a year, um, you know, in, in the next four months. And my journey was really interesting because I still love ministry. I love doing what I was doing there. And so um, basically I took that money. We bought the house uh, that we live in now. I continue doing ministry. Well, I've got six kids um, and anybody that knows what it is to have kids knows it's like putting your money in a bathtub and it just start, boom gone. Right. And so I. Um, The money started running out as we started having more kids. (laughs) They started getting older. And so I started, uh, you know, I was was in ministry, not making much money, but doing it because I loved it, seeing lives change. It just was incredible. But, you know, I'd gone back to school. I'd gotten a master's degree. I'd gotten a doctorate in leadership. And I always led large groups of volunteers. So I guess what was it, 2010, 2011, um, I, I was doing all of these side jobs, these side hustles just to try to keep... Enough food, money to have food on the table for all our kids, and uh, then I was like, "Why don't I flip houses again?" So I went back into flipping houses. At that point, um, the way I was doing it before, they were all short sales, and the banks were still giving enough margins to to flip short sales. So I got a real estate license because they were paying commissions to buy your own short sales to flip. And uh, somebody gave me a copy of Gary Keller's Millionaire Real Estate Investor or Millionaire Real Estate Agent book. And I just saw it, and it resonated with me. Um, You know the whole Zig Ziglar. You can help. You can have as much anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And so, started building a real estate agent team in December two thousand fourteen. Transitioned to that, and then. Since then, um, you know that transitioned out of ministry to that, and then since then we've been off to the races. I have, uh, I guess it's thirteen different streams of income, twelve different streams of income. I lose track. Anyway, uh, a bunch of different. I've got business partners that run the day to day and all of it. So I just, you know, it's nice being able to get a paycheck from uh, from these things that I don't have to trade my time for dollars for. Which is, I know what you're talking about. So
0: no, that's perfect, Chris. Now praise the Lord. And same thing with me. Like very, very similar. It was in 2006. We got, I got married and started like six months after I got married. I said, hey, honey, I read this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. There's something like passive income. I want to invest in real estate. Can I take all the money that you saved? Because I wasn't taught to save. So I didn't have debt, which was good, but I didn't save any money. We just got married. I said, can I take all the money you saved and go buy real estate? Praise the Lord. After a lot of coaxing and getting her to be okay with it because she wasn't initially, we bought our first property and then just kept buying property after property, getting passive income. And it's just so such a blessing to have passive income now my wife stays home we have four kids and she homeschools and I so I have the easy job of making money my wife has the hard job of homeschooling the kids and so I know exactly where you're at and now that you have more time you have more ways uh, more time to make more ways to make income that passive income creating businesses all that stuff I love that now if I were to get started and wanted to say you know should I be a realtor first because this is a question I get all the time because I tell everybody I'm a real estate investor and I get young guys or even just people who want to get started investing. They say, oh, that's great. I want to invest too. I, I, I think I should go become a realtor first. And I said, oh, that's not necessarily the right thing. It's an option. So let's talk it through. So I talk to them about it. What would be your answer if somebody came to you and said, should I become a realtor because I want to be an investor?
1: Well, I got a couple different thoughts on that. Um, One, you know, I actually just was uh, recording a YouTube video on this exact question um, earlier this year, or actually earlier today. I've got probably about eight or nine different realtors that come to me and my team of realtors saying, hey, help us find off-market deals. And I'll tell you, over the years, so many realtors, so many people say, I'm gonna become a realtor so that I can find my own off-market deals. It doesn't work like that. Most agents don't know how to find off-market deals. Most agents, like literally, they come to people like me or people like you to say, hey, help me find these deals. Right. So I don't think that that's, that's what you should do. Now, here's what I do think. If you want to build a business, you are going to be known as the real estate guy, the real estate girl. And you should, in my opinion, um, and also if you ever want to look at wholesaling and some of these other stuff, lots of states are re- starting to require being licensed as a realtor. So um, it gives you more options. And a lot of people are worried about stuff, but all you got to do is sign disclosures and and you're good, right? You do have to sign disclosures if you are a licensed agent when you're buying off market. My recommendation, I would say, yes, go become a realtor. I don't think you have to. It's not going to help you find deals. You're still going to have to develop the skills to find those deals. But um, I just moved over. My team was ranked number twenty at Keller Williams, which is the number one company in the world. Um, you know, we were, you know, doing a lot of business. But then we just moved over to EXP Realty because I do believe EXP is is kind of the future of real estate, um, fastest growing company in the world. And one of the things they do is they incentivize people to come in under you, and as you help them succeed, they pay you to help people succeed. And so. What I love about eXp is we've created this agent investor downline where there's a lot of people that are all incentivized together to help people um, learn how to not just do another transaction because Bro, like the whole idea that you're talking about here is being successfully unemployed. The reality is if you become a real estate agent, you're just basing, your income is based on your next transaction, right? It's not a job, right? It's not passive. You go on vacation, your income goes on vacation. Well, that's the whole deal there. And the, the whole idea is how can I create this these flows of income that works even when I'm not working. And I, and I do believe that that's what the definition of wealth is, is like when your money works harder than you work.
0: I think that's great, great um, opinion on it. And I am very similar. Basically, when anybody anybody asks me that question, I say, well, realize what you're doing. Being a realtor is not making you an investor. In fact, they're gonna teach you to be basically be a salesman. That's really what it comes down to. You, you need to sell properties. Either sell yourself to get a person to sell their house to you or through you to another buyer, or get somebody to buy a house through you. All that to say that's what you it's not necessarily a job, like you said, but you're commission-based. You have to continually pump out deals. It's not gonna necessarily make, make you an investor. But it will also help you learn a lot, get your name out there as somebody who's in real estate. You'll see more deals, but at the same time, it's a different mindset. Realtors are this salesman and investors, like we we hold, we grab that stuff. Like we, I'm not trying to be a salesman, I just grab that stuff and I hold on to it. So if I want to start investing in real estate and it, it, is flipping one of the best ways to go or is that actually investing would that just be like you know trading time for for money what are your thoughts about getting started investing
1: so flipping and wholesaling you, you're it's still a job right like anybody that says it's not is is just they just haven't done it enough it's still a job right so but i do think that it's so one of the things i teach a lot in uh, in scaling businesses and one of the things that I learned, and I actually learned this from Gary Keller, who I have just massive amounts of respect for, is that your business has to earn the right to build out the the org chart, right? So I don't believe that, like I don't believe that you can just quit and you know just be you know just hope things will will work out, right? Like so the the whole idea is, and again, you know, I somebody will tell us who's more successful than me somewhere will tell tell you differently. But at least this is what I believe, and this is what I've taught students of mine, and this is what I've taught. Um, this is what's worked really well for me is that you you work really hard to earn your income. And then you take that income and like the book, Richest Man in Babylon talks about your, your money like an army, right? It goes out and fights these battles for you. And it needs to come back as a bigger army than when it left, right? But the reality is you have to have that army to go fight for you first. And, and some people say it doesn't take money to make money. And and I, I agree that there are ways to, to earn money without money. But heck, you were talking about like right before we got on this that you're had you know had saved a bunch of money and then you guys were able to parlay that right for me when I was in ministry my first rental property I had a little bit of cash but I went and found a business partner to buy my first rental who was my mom who had money right like like so so that was that whole idea there is like you know you you go out and flip and wholesale houses to make some money but then you turn that into wealth. And hey guys get my real estate investing course absolutely for free.
0: Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777, rental to 33777, and I'll give you, literally give you my real estate investing course showing you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first, how to scale the business, buy the right properties, making $250 or more every single month in passive income. I'll literally just give it to you. You can get started investing right
1: away. Text the word rental to 33777 right and and wealth is when you buy assets that continue to grow and and I love real estate for you know it's it appreciates it's leveraged in, in its appreciation the tax savings on interest the tax savings on deductions you talked about rich dad poor dad you can create an llc where you can run your life through that and, and create lots of tax losses so that you're, you know, cause it's not just about what you make, but it's about what you keep. And if the government is keeping 50 cents on every dollar you make, then it's really hard to get ahead. So how do you create uh, ways to do that? Which by the way, anybody listening to this should also check out the book. It's called Tax-Free Wealth which was one of the most powerful books that I've read in the last few years. It really I mean it's it's it have saved me hundreds of thousands of dollars every year in money that I would be giving to the government that I don't have to give to the government because of the fact that you understand that the tax code rewards and incentivizes certain behavior and some of those behaviors are creating uh, affordable housing for people.
0: Yeah, I love all aspects of real estate investing and like depreciation, saving money or taxes is amazing. And what's interesting about real estate is people might tend to think, oh, you're getting away with not paying your taxes. Like, no, we're literally following the letter in the tax code That's it basically, you need to figure out why it's, or not now why, how it's written to benefit you and then utilize that to benefit you. And so like all the real estate that we have it's so amazing how many tax benefits we have, and so I love. I, I haven't actually read that book. I think I own that book, uh, "Tax Free Wealth." I want. To, I need to read it because that's something that's. It's. Uh, I, I love not paying Uncle Sam when I was working a job. Like everybody works a job, and we see how much money gets taken out. Like, oh my goodness, that's so much money. Like you said, fifty cents on the dollar. I mean, you include your income taxes, sales taxes. If you have your, your car licensing, that's another tax. There's so many taxes just keep tacking on. And if you're figuring out just a couple of ways to mitigate those tax, you could put that more towards your wealth. And so, okay. Now, Chris, if we were to save some money and wanted to start investing, is it better to buy something like a, a single family home, or would you say maybe getting to like a duplex or even maybe a multifamily?
1: Yeah. So it. It depends on where, where you are on stuff. So I look at multifamily and I I would really like to get into multifamily because I see all of the different pieces there, but I have a mentor of mine. And because of the fact that I got into real estate and I know how to find deals at 65, 70 cents on the dollar. My buddy is just like, why would you pay full price or close to full price on a multifamily instead of buying a bunch of properties where you have a competitive advantage um, and you can buy properties at 65 cents on the dollar? He's like, do that for three years, buy a bunch of those properties, sell them all, and then do do a 1031 exchange and buy a multifamily, you know, and and then you're you're literally increasing your net worth. So I would say that there's Way not one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Change all those little greenhouses yep. to one big red one, right? And uh, and especially if you can buy the greenhouses at a discount, right? It says it costs a hundred bucks to buy one of the greenhouses of Monopoly and you can buy it for 50. Boom, do a lot of them. So yeah, I would just say you need to look at where your comparative advantage is, your competitive advantage. And if you are able to um, buy at a discount wherever you can, you know, cause you mentioned Rich Dad Poor Dad, one of my favorite books. Um, one of the things he says is you win when you buy, right? And so, um, that's, you know, and, and so many people talk about like what happens over the years, which is really great, but really you want to win when you buy. And so my take is, uh, multifamily, I, it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, buy whatever you can buy, right? Like get it, get in it, whether you're buying multi- Mediterranean Avenue or whether you're buying Boardwalk, buy what you can afford, just get in. I 100% agree with that.
0: Now I'm at the point with, I have 30 plus properties and majority of them are literally paid off. Before I quit my job, my wife said, well, if you're going to quit, we have all this debt on properties. Let's just pay those off. And I said, well, that's money I could buy more properties with. She said, no, you need to get like, we need to make sure we cut out expenses. Like, ah, oh, shoot. Okay. And so I just kept paying off the mortgages. Really blessed. That now majority of my properties are literally paid off and it's just cash flow. And the properties I bought back in 2006, now their rents are almost double what they were when I first started buying them. And this is generational wealth that I will literally be passing down to my kids that they will be able to utilize this. I'll teach them this. It's just so fantastic to talk about real estate investing with our families, and growing that as well. Now, you've also brought up the idea of multiple streams of passive income. I love the idea. I have many businesses and all these businesses make money, but on top of that, they all go into my river. My river of income is my real estate. That's where everything goes right back into that because that's where I make the most money and I preserve that money and I could pass that down to my kids. Talk to me a little bit more about your thoughts about passive income streams. Like, what Let's say we started investing. And we see, hey, hey, we're doing really well. I want to start branching out to something else. What would you suggest would be the next idea for passive income?
1: So because I have like a number of businesses that are bringing in lots of cash flow, um, I actually like, like, so for you, I've got a TikTok video that's like, what of like, I've had like 50,000 people like go back and forth on it, where I, I say that if you have cash flow coming in, you should refinance out and not pay off your rental properties because i think because then you're not paying taxes it's a non-taxable event to have it come in and so the i don't know that there's a one size fit all for for the question that you you're asking what i would say is if you're early on in your career you want to in, in and you don't have you're not looking at all these tax mitigation strategies you want to bring in as much cash flow as you possibly can right but then once once you're in a place where a lot of your life is paid off a lot of stuff is coming in from lots of different streams that's when you're you're going to be looking at bringing in less cash flow and working to build your net worth because growing your net worth is not a taxable event right it's it's something where where that it's just, you're just building this massive snowball that you can then convert to cash flow at any point in time. So what I would say is you, you're, you're asking about different streams of income. So um, Jim Collins' his book, Good to Great, talks about the flywheel. And so I've got my massive flywheel, which is my real estate agency team, which, you know, we, we did, uh, you know, right around 500 transactions this year. So we've got the agency team, but that agency team feeds my title company, feeds my insurance company. Uh, I've, I, you know, we've got flipping, we've got wholesaling, we've got our our rental portfolio. There's something called Legal Shield, which, um, you know, it's it's essentially a prepaid legal company, which um, I use it, and I think every investor in the world. Like if you can for thirty nine bucks a month, you can have a un, like unlimited billable hours to call attorneys and ask them questions. It makes no, it makes all the sense in the world. And literally, all of these things, you know, people come in. So uh, EXP Realty, I moved over there because you know a lot of people, you know, have asked me to kind of help them mentor them, and so I'm able to bring them into my downline. I get paid when they succeed. So all of these, these are just all different areas where I'm bringing in cash flow. From um, different passive streams. Um, for my my rental properties, I've had a number of them where they're basically paid off or close to being paid off. But I don't because I have cash flow in a bunch of different areas, and I'm just trying to work on my taxable areas. I'm refinancing that money out because oh, yeah. if you refinance that out, you no longer pay. You're not paying taxes on that, and then I'm putting them to other places so I can build the net worth because um, I just want to avoid paying taxes as much as as much as legally possible, please hear me, don't cheat on your taxes. That's not what I'm saying. Just listen to just just like what Dustin said. listen to what they say, and any place where you can avoid paying legally, you should really work to do that
0: absolutely yeah, and it in your businesses, it sounds like the analogy of reselling your sawdust and that means like if you have a a mill where you're making turning trees into lumber and you're making lumber that's going to be building houses and that's your main product is making wood to build houses or whatever it might be well you have a bunch of sawdust think like byproducts of the business or on top of that i would say and on top of that all the products that you're using to help make that instead of just consuming all that uh you know Let's buy this from this one company. Let's buy this from this company. Let's just throw away the sawdust. You're looking at your business and everything that you're actually consuming and byproducts. Let's figure out a way to make money out of that. I think that's absolutely brilliant because you already know what you need if you can develop a business outside of that to help either more employees to get jobs, which is fantastic, but then also a better service for your other companies. It's just, fantastic way to continually help other people, but then also build up your, I would say bottom line, but like all overall your general wealth building. So that's terrific. Now, is there
1: anything we, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that sawdust analogy I use all the time. So I have uh, in, in one of the coaching uh, products, I, I teach real estate investors how to monetize those leads. Like, cause if 20 people say they want to sell uh, in the next six months, uh, maybe four of them will sell at a discount, and of those four, maybe you lock up one at like sixty-five cents on the dollar. Well, those other nineteen people are still selling, um, but and somebody's going to get paid. It's just not you, and so that's my REI Revive coaching product, which I teach people how to monetize those dead leads, and I use that sawdust analogy all the time because like you've already brought it in. How do you get paid? On, you know, how do you maximize everything you're doing? So I just want to say that like if people are not thinking about maximizing the stuff they've already done and already paid for, man, missing out big time.
0: I'll give you an example of something I'm literally doing right now. So with Master Passive Income and Successful Unemployed, I have a good size audience. And I thought, you know what? Let's get everybody together. And so I'm creating a conference. It's called the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. It's going to be here in Phoenix. It's an actual in-person conference. And I called up all my friends who have their own YouTube channels, podcasts that literally do everything in real estate. And i got like 24 of us. We're all coming together, bringing our audiences for the conference. Now, I say all that to kind of set the stage of, I went to audiovisual companies. I called up companies. I said, hey, I'm putting on a conference at this hotel. I need audio visual, you know, like the stage, the lights, the audio, video recording. I need that done. How much are you going to charge? I got quotes for like $45,000, one stage and like three breakout rooms. I was like, $45,000. If I'm going to pay that, I'd rather just buy the equipment, start my own company. Instead of paying you $45,000, I was just about to do that. But then I got after 10 quotes. And this is something that I would definitely tell everybody. Be persistent in trying to find, like save money in my business and all my coaching too. I always try to help my students realize that every penny that you save is a penny earned. Like you worked for that. That's back money back in your pocket. So round out the story by... I was just about ready to start my own business, do an visual. and then I found a company. Instead of forty five thousand dollars, they're going to do it for eleven thousand dollars. I'm like, oh, good, that's that's weight off my shoulders. I don't have to do it. It's a lot of money, eleven thousand dollars, but so much better than forty five thousand oh, dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so 11, yeah, that's that worth uh, having to go through all the process of getting it done for 11 yeah, at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah, finding, yeah, finding the people,
0: hiring them to run all everything. It would have been a little bit of a work, but for $45,000, I would be happy to start another business. <laughs> so well, good, uh, Chris, what else could we have prob- possibly missed? in everything we're talking about to, you know, being an investor, to changing your life, to have multiple streams of income?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would just say there's a, there's a couple things. Um, one is, um, uh, most, one of the main reasons why people don't make the jump is, um, you know, they, they dip their toe in it, but they don't really give it enough chance to actually succeed. Right. Cause if it was easy, everybody would do it. Um, so the reality is, you need to you need to run. You need to run hard. You know, there's there's two pieces to win in any business, any endeavor you do. Activity and skill. Talk to enough people. Like work hard enough, make it happen. And then skill. You know, get good at what you're doing. Listen to podcasts like this. Um, you know, listen to audible books. Like like really jump in and do that. You know, I I always offer people if if they send me a DM on Instagram, I'll. I'll send them like my 10 favorite uh, leadership books. So um, so yeah, do whatever do whatever you can to just grow and get better at what you're doing and then just do more of it. I love it. Yeah, I found,
0: I mean, I'm, I'm 42 years old, but I'm always learning. I don't, there, there are certain things I don't want to learn. Like if I went back to college and they tell me, you have to learn this, you have to learn that. You have to like give me a list of things to learn. Like, I don't want to learn that crap. I only want to learn the things that I want to learn. But when I do find something that I want to learn, I dive all in, like starting a conference, starting investing, starting a podcast, YouTube channel. Like I, I dive into that. And so everybody needs to continue, in my opinion, continue to be a learner, always learning, always growing, and then adapting along that. Okay, Chris, let's jump into the rapid fire round. Now, this is where the questions are short, but your answers don't have to be. First question is, if you were gonna go back in time to give your younger self any bit of advice, could be business or life, what would it be?
1: Find people that were uh more successful than me, like like way more successful, and just spend most of my time just getting into their world because y- you are like the people you hang out with.
0: That is a fantastic point. I mean, I think of my kids now, hopefully they're gonna be gravitating toward what I'm doing, as well as all my network of people that are really, really high level. It's like, hey, if you just hang around us, we're gonna help you catapult you into so many great things. So that is a great, great point. Okay, what is one nonfiction book? You've already brought up two. Two actually. Whenever I go on shows, these are two I give out: uh, uh, "Richest Man in Babylon" and "Rich Dad Poor Dad." Those are the two books that are just fantastic. Uh, do you? If you, those are ones that's totally fine. But do you have any other books that you would suggest that we should read? Nonfiction could be business or life.
1: I mean, heck, you know, I I get through between two and three books a month on on Audible. I love I love it. Um, but. So there's, I mean, I could go on for probably about an hour of like the ones that I love. But at the end of the day, I'm a Christian guy. You know, we talked about that before. You know, I read my Bible every single morning. I think that your business and your life grows to the extent that you grow. And if if you're not investing in yourself, uh, both like business coaching, you know, what you're listening to, what you're reading, but also investing in your your spiritual health. You know, you're you're leaving yourself, you know, I don't know. You're you're just not growing the way that you need to grow. So your business grows to the extent that you grow. Um, I, 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 love the Bible. I think spiritually that's, that's really helpful for me every day.
0: Amen, brother. I, I, uh, either read or listen to the Bible literally every single day. And all as well as I do family worship every single night. We take all four of my kids and my wife. We jump on my bed. We kids are still a little younger. So we jump on my bed. I read the Bible, usually about a chapter a night, but we, we pray, we read the Bible. We sing, uh, uh like worship songs, uh, or, uh, hymns. My wife grabs out her hymnal and we read out of that. And she's, you know, we sing and then we pray again and we discuss the Bible. And so do you do something like that, like family worship, where you incorporate your kids in, in teaching them on a daily basis?
1: Yeah. So we, uh, it, it was great. We just got back from, uh, from a trip and, you know, my brother was, was doing like a devotional time every night. And so we just kind of upgraded, you know, the way that, uh, that we do that, you know, so my wife will read a chapter of a book, um, and, and I'll read a chapter, you know, of the Bible and we'll just, you know kind of do do that so she'll read some other book and uh and yes yeah, so that that's what we've we've been doing
0: yeah it's, uh, churches are great at teaching all the congregation to read your bible do your quiet time those are it's fantastic we must do that we i think the churches also need to get on hey men we need to also teach our children how to how to read the bible we need to have family worship time literally every single night so that's great i'm glad that you're doing that too that's uh, that's awesome okay so chris what is one tool it could be an app on your phone it could maybe be a piece of paper and a pencil that you use in your life that we should look into
1: i love i mean dang i guess as i'm i'm thinking through like real estate investors everybody else i'll just say this audible like audible that's 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 the one that i'll say is is literally um you know anytime i'm like like every morning i work out right i feed myself phys- physically as well um and during that time i'm i'm always listening to something as well um, you think of a, a professional athlete, right? they they always have their headset in ready to go into the, the game. Um, you know, I think that, you know, in the morning um, you gotta be, you gotta have your morning routine. And I think Audible is one of those ways that you can feed yourself physically. Plus, I mean, I talk about this all the time when I, I, I teach on mindset um, and to change the way that you, the change the way that you see the world, right? Cause the whole world will change when you change the way you see it. Um, that comes from your mindset, right? So there's, there's three things. There's um, in intake, like what are you taking into your mind? Um, associations, who are you hanging with? And affirmations, like we all talk to ourselves. We're all a little bit crazy, but how do we talk to ourselves, right? But uh, we got to change that intake. And Audible is one of those easy ways to change what we're hearing all the time to help us. Your business grows to the extent you grow, right? How Hel- Helps us level up.
0: Chris, this has been great. I know people are going to want to watch reach out to you and listen to you on on, um, uh, your websites and everything. Talk to us or tell us how everybody can either find you online or reach out to you.
1: Um, I know the average podcast listener listens to seven podcasts. And so uh, obviously keep listening here. If you are an agent and an investor, um, I've got a, a podcast called Uncommon Real Estate geared towards the agent investor. Um, for that, that same reason that you have here, which is, uh, you can't be about your next transaction. It's got to be about building wealth. Um, so that's one. Number two, I'm on, uh, Instagram at Cradrock, C R A D D R O C K, old high school nickname, not my last name. Cheesy, cheesy, terrible, uh, nickname. Um, and, You know, because so many people were so generous with me, I I always answer any DMs that anybody sends me. I'm on TikTok, Chris Craddock Official. Um, I'm on YouTube. Um, And if you are an investor, uh, I also have that REI Revive coaching program um, helping people. If you're an investor that brings in leads and you want to monetize all those dead leads, um, go to my website, ChrisCraddock.com, and uh, we'll take a deep dive into your business and see if this is a good fit for you to be able to monetize those dead leads. Hey, I
0: really appreciate your time. It's been great having you on. So, thanks for being on the Successfully Unemployed Show.
1: Bro, this has been amazing. Thanks for having me here.
0: Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their job by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777 so you can see how you can quit your job that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in Successfully Unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, Share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya.